You're listening to The Cult Crypt on WNYU 89.1 FM. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to The Cult Crypt, the final burial place of high art. I have with me, I don't know how I want to describe you, Vivu, but I'm going to say my very comedic and horror-inclined friend. (laughs) Hell yeah. I feel like that fits. (laughs) It totally does. (laughs) I'm Vivu, the comically and horrorly inclined. Macabre-inclined, maybe? Yes, very macabre. I feel like that's a good description for Wham City. Absolutely. Oh my <laughs> so, God. in short, we're going to talk about Wham City or AB Video Solutions. That means we're going to discuss Adult Swim, infomercials, internet comedy, and most importantly, internet horror. Because I don't think anything Wham City made didn't have a horror aspect. We're going to focus on this house has people in it. There were two infomercials they made for Adult Swim, which are like these late night things. Have you ever seen Too Many Cooks? That is also an infomercial. Wham City made a bunch of these. They also made Making a Better You with Alan Resnick, which was about like scanning yourself mm-hmm. when you were deathly ill so that you had a talking head of yourself for your family to interact with. Which is just um, so fun. <laughs> yeah, and Alan was a little freak in that. There's unedited footage of a bear, and then there's This House's People in it. I think This House's People in it is my second favorite thing they ever did. It's because it's 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 insane. It's it's all over the place, but in the most perfect way. Exactly. I mean, I guess I guess we should start with how deep did you go for this house's people in it? I watched it a couple times and just tried to pick up on like all of the moving details. Yeah. Every single second (laughs) of that is just filled to the brim with storytelling. And oh, wow. It's impressive, honestly. The camera set up all throughout the house, like the multicam. It feels so like intimate, but unwarranted at the same time because of yeah. the video cameras. I've already seen this a couple of times. I also was aware of, of the ARG. It's not accessible anymore, which makes me sad. Every Wham City like website that was related to an infomercial was hosted on Adult Swim under a different domain name. I think around like 2020, and also with the fall of Flash, because some of them use Flash games. Yeah. These websites unfortunately were lost. R.I.P. Basically, Flash. if you went through the AB Surveillance Solutions website, you could type in passcodes to find out about Family 4307. You could like watch different tapes, you could read newspapers, you could play a video game. There was lots of really cool stuff, but unfortunately that's been lost. So like I knew about this. I played the Boomy the Cat game when mm-hmm. it was out. I'd seen the Clayground a lot. I watched a bunch of those theory videos around the time that were like, here's all the little details. Oh, the biggest thing is just that this is... It's a really great blend of something you could watch at 4 a.m. and be totally overwhelmed and horrified by. Oh, my gosh. And also something that has a lot of lore around it. Because that's what infomercials are. They always air at 3 or 4 a.m. Yeah. They're not slotted. They just pop up in between shows. They're all about 15 minutes. And this one especially, I think, is like a cool, like, 11. But, yeah, you touched on something that is my favorite element, which is it's all found footage. Yeah. But instead of that feeling normal or safe, it's these security cams. Yeah. And multiple rooms, and it cuts so abruptly between them. There's clearly something in the house. There's something, like, outside, standing away deer. It's really discomforting. What do you think the short is about, if you would have to guess? Okay. That's a hard one. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) That's a hard one. With the bookend of the birthday party, where Mm. we're introduced to it, and then we see the children outside the house all tearing up the lawn and all of them lying on the ground i just thought 
Oh, man. I think it's about the concept of control in mm. one's family. Because the beginning puts us in subject three is unresponsive, right? Yeah. In the blue screen. And their daughter is just like yeah, face down on the floor. And they're completely ignoring her at the start as well. Yeah. yeah it's just a very abstract. Yeah. Very abstract. But like as is all good horror, mm-hmm. I feel. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. I agree that this is about control. It's about the family unit. Also, it's about paranoia and it's about fear. When she starts to sink, it is abstractly horrific. Oh, my God. Uh, My God, when you see her face in the floor, that shot of just her face in the floor is so vivid to me. Mm -hmm. uh, Because it's also they can't move her. Yeah. Oh, oh. And something that I get when I rewatch it is absolute sympathy and just sadness whenever Jackson is on screen, the younger Mm -hmm. brother. Mm Mm-hmm. It's his party that they were planning for. And there's that line that his dad just wails at him. This is a bad day for a birthday party. (laughs) Yeah, It's just heart-wrenching. He just starts like shoving things into a bag because he knows nobody's going to come in. And everybody's on the yard playing with what were going to be his gifts. Yeah, It's just gut-wrenching, but so confusing and so hard to process, which I think is part of it. I read a few things that might be on like intergenerational trauma because, you know, the grandmother is given the baby and she lets it go and she doesn't pay attention to it. Um, TV ignores Jackson totally. The parents are yeah. like fixated on only one kid when something's happening to her, mm-hmm. uh, but were ignoring her at the time. Yeah, no, they they were mad at her, yeah. you know, and it feels like the moment that things kind of switched into the horror elements when she started sinking into the floor, that was the moment they actually started paying attention and really caring. Yeah. And it's an interesting commentary. Something I want to bring up because it's central to that is yeah. that like. You don't need to understand this, but it's mentioned in the background. Mm-hmm. And if you look into everything, everything revolves around this concept of Lynx disease. Uh. Made up disease that you can heal yourself by using clay, but you also can get it by using clay. Nope. You can cure it by eating horse apples, which are toxic. Mm-hmm. You can only get it in prison or only get it like you get an STD or but it's airborne. Yep. It's very clearly this like analogous version of anything that like sets up hypochondria. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, there's this obvious intense hold it has on everyone in the family, mm-hmm. even though it's never stated. It's really clear, like, everybody's concerned about something. Like, the yeah. dad wants them to go to South Africa really bad yeah. for some reason. Let's get out of the country. And it's ignoring the want to go to Orlando that the yeah. rest of the family has. Yeah. The mother thinks that her daughter's rebelling for some reason, but yeah. isn't, like, grasping why. It's not definely stated but they are a divorced couple that have just recently married it was the dad and his son jackson and the mother and her daughter morgan they are just now like in this house i believe also the grandmother is subject to the dad's mother gotcha so this isn't a really structured unit Mm -hmm. uh, but it doesn't feel but also they're all hyper paranoid about something Mm -hmm. and none of them ever acknowledge the blue creature outside yeah or the thing that is in their house in the recesses of the basement out of reach of the cameras and it's wearing bed sheets Mm -hmm. and wandering around if you like look around in the security footage it is a person who is entirely covered in pink paint with swollen white lips oh Uh, it looks horrifying (laughs) and that's just living among them 
with very little fanfare. That's the thing about the extra footage. A lot of it displays them having these normal conversations. It's really apparent the dad is very childish. Oh, and really yeah. Oh, insecure. yeah. His, his speech, you know, in the basement, just like, <laughs> oh, like yeah, pacing speech. around. Oh, my God. I almost always forget about the speech. But that's the thing. They have these breaks. They're just intensely focused on their beliefs and they're projecting them and yelling at each other. The types of files you could find on the website were newspapers about links that the mother had been purchasing because she was terrified of it. Yeah, I um, get it. I mean, I had links <laughs> last year. It was it was, it was, it was pretty awful. Yeah, yeah. I saw what it looks like when you get it in your ear. I don't ever oh. want that. The perfect pitch isn't worth it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. There was also text messages or pieces of paper between the house. Like once Morgan brought in cigarettes, her mom made a little thing of like, I'm giving you the benefit of a doubt, but you shouldn't have these. And she like sent her a note saying, screw you. And then the other ones were phone calls between the mother and the dad. Mm -hmm. Almost all of them are him being extremely insecure. Like he doesn't want to go to the small shop to get toilet paper because the guy looks at him funny. (laughs) He's always like trying to weasel his way out of doing something and then every single one of them ends with the mother at home screaming and then Uh. him screaming this is just something that happens to them they just get like possessed by this like feeling of intense emotion or they see something and they can't do anything about it and it's never explained like why they are being surveilled either there's like lots of theories of that's because the creature is Lynx and therefore is, mm. it's in the house and they're studying the people in it. A. And how Lynx disease affects them. Yeah, but wow. and it's also like it could be paranoia. It could mm. just be like that internalized fear of those around you feeling unsafe in your own home. I think it's also insecurities and projections. Mm. Um, I really like that Lynx disease is such a wide thing because yeah. it just you can say it's Lynx, but also there is no real definition of what Lynx is. Not at all. <laughs> It's the same thing with, like, the Sculptor's Playground thing, yeah. where he's blaming it for everything. But like, there's clearly something off about this man, and he did go to jail, yeah. and Sam did break up with him for yeah. a reason. <laughs> Sam, if you're watching this, <laughs> this is for you. I love his website, although it is also missing, unfortunately. Mm. His website had more of those awful—they're uh, not awful. They're meant to look insane but they're all just like rods with a hunk of clay and just splattered paint synthetic hair they all look horrifying (laughs) that really is high art i think yes a lot of them are about sam Ah. (laughs) it's very good like tiny world building but it's still very funny i feel like it's important to say the short is viscerally terrifying it's hilarious it's so funny the guy who's just there his solution is to get a buzzsaw and yeah. shot around Morgan <laughs> while she's sinking and you can't see where she is. Yeah. The house starts to fill with sawdust. There's like all these elements that are just so insane. And also the grandmother just sitting there. Yeah. All of it. Just chilling. My first watch, I was certain she was dead. No, she she's just does not care. Yeah. She is so divorced from this. She she's just vibing, care. you know. <laughs> she's following her own vibe, you know. Mm-hmm. She's chill like that. <laughs> yeah. I do want to ask, what was your general vibe like looking into Wham City AB Solutions? I, I just think it's hilarious. And <laughs> I miss like how expansive and multimedia internet mm. culture used to be yes. when we were like growing up. Mm-hmm. And it was the creepy pasta era. Yeah. And this just feels like <laughs> such a heightened, brilliant, innovative, and well executed advancement of that nostalgic sort of sense. We can use the unknownness 
of the internet and the unknownness of how we format these horror situations to create such a huge feeling, mm. you know, for the people watching. Yeah. Yeah. Something I really, really wish was advertised better was their other projects with Adult Swim, their live streams. Mm. They had two big live streams. They had one around E3. So mm. it was that same actor who played the dad in Final Fantasy cosplay. Awesome. It was really clear he was very depressed and he like needed to be hyped. Oh. And he also like needed people to care about the game that he cared about, which was a fictional game. Gotcha. But like people were calling in and didn't really understand the lore of the game. So like we were trying to get in with the lore so we could tell him what he wanted to hear about yeah. like it going well. And there were only two outcomes. There was one where it was held back again and he like had a little depression like music video. Uh. The other version allegedly was like the game had this huge announcement. Big he would have been in the crowd moment. going crazy yeah. and would have had like a euphoric experience because there were a lot of little like music videos in between con footage. I love um, it. Yeah, like it was it was really fun, but it was also at like 3 a.m. and wasn't very <laughs> well advertised and was a surprise event. And then the other thing was Cry of Man, which I think they did twice. Mm -hmm. And it was the same sort of situation. It was better advertised and people were better at like Oh, we need to be helpful. We mm. need to like actually give them clues. We can't just be making prank calls. Mm -hmm. But most people who tuned in the first couple of nights didn't know what was going on. Uh -huh. Just like we're stoned instead of calling. <laughs> yeah. So the story didn't progress and three characters died because oh, no, no actions were done. Because that was the thing. It was a gothic horror, very Lovely. Lovecraftian inspired. Nice. But all done live and they would turn wow. to the camera and ask for things and like you would have to have been paying attention and have known what story they were referencing because they kept referencing uh, the Dumbator and, and Shadow over Innsmouth but people who would have been engaged yeah. in that weren't aware enough Yeah, and that's not even a thing of it's on Adult Swim even I think it's more of a thing of it's hard to get people involved with something new like that yeah, as no. quickly as the story necessitated, not even what they necessitated. Especially at that <laughs> time. I feel like yeah. now we have- This is like yeah. 2000, I think 2016, 2017 were the two years they did this. Yeah, yeah. and Twitch and live streaming at least Yeah, really didn't get big until the pandemic. Because this was all through Adult Swim as well. It was through a live broadcast channel. Yeah. Yeah. Which I think was really daring and really fun. Oh, yeah. And I really hope that at some point somebody does something similar to that on Twitch. I think yeah. there are people who do the German Dollhouse stream mm. and stuff like that. But f for the purpose of horror, I know that yeah. there's a collective horror? that does like really good interactive like sci-fi horror That's cool. that I haven't been able to link in on. I've heard very good things about it. I forget what it's called even. Ugh. But it has like some like big name YouTubers. Very cool. Which is like really cool. I love Wham City for how it's yeah. still extremely homemade and oh, crafted. Yeah. yeah. And there's just a, such a special sense of humor mm. with all of the Wham City stuff that's just so odd and intriguing and yes. engaging. Like, why are they goofy like that? <laughs> They're so goofy. They're so goofy. Why is that baby walking away from the house? Uh. That baby's all alone. Oh, my goodness. Ah! <laughs> and then they're goofy. They are Charlie Kaufman approved. Ah, yeah. Yep. It's huge to mention. So Wham City or AB Video Solutions, they basically use both production names. Mm -hmm. They're from Baltimore. Their main members are Dan Deacon, Ed Schrader. Jimmy DeRoche is, like, their main visual artist. Peter Ryan O'Connell. Mason Ross, Adam Endries, Dina Elberman, April Common, Connor M. Kaiser, Robbie Redcliffe, mm -hmm. Cricket Erson, Alan Resnick, and Ben O'Brien. 
who is the dad. I'm very drawn to like Alan Resnick's stuff. Yeah, yeah. I already watched Alan Tutorials without knowing that I was watching Alan yeah. Resnick, um, which I think is a similar thing for a lot of people because Alan Tutorial, for me, I found out about it because of mean articles yeah. <laughs> yeah. and like stuff dunking on what they literally thought was a kid because of how Alan played the character. Genuinely, I, um, I remember seeing people being like, <laughs> What is this kid doing on YouTube? Exactly. People legitimately thought this was a child. And also, he never showed his face or anything. Yeah. And he spoke in that high pitch like, um, uh, we're gonna, <laughs> we're gonna, uh. We're gonna drill a hole in a soda can. We're gonna drill a hole in a soda can. There's just something about Alan's sense of humor and his awareness of how to make something discomforting without yeah. making it hard to engage with. Yeah. There's such a fine line with like, even his mate come into your house where he's so off-putting, but you're also like, I know he's a normal guy, yeah. but I also feel like he wants to stab me. Yeah, <laughs> It's such a tightrope that he walks, and it's just so fun. Like, mm-hmm. dressed all up like a cowboy, yeah. just being like, I'm coming into your house now. Yeah. <laughs> There's just something about Alan and his performance that I absolutely love. Prior, they did unedited footage of a bear, Yeah, which the gag in that one is that it's a allergy commercial in the middle of a youtube video that spirals into absolute chaos and debating one's inner self overcoming them (laughs) and attacking their loved ones they did us before us it is straight up us yeah i'm i'm kind of i'm kind of looking at my boy over there like do you watch this do you watch (laughs) this one Jordan Peele, did you? <laughs> if we ever meet Jordan Peele, we gotta ask. We gotta ask, what are your feelings on unedited footage of a bear? <laughs> exactly. Did you go on claradrill.com and play the game? <laughs> Do you know which Jordan chair Peele, like, like, freezes and runs in the opposite direction. <laughs> He's like, they won't get me. <laughs> I played the game on the website where you could go into her house. You could mm. look around the rooms. Mm. You could pick up things and you could see, like, fingers coming out of the floor Ooh. and a little head cresting ah. because it's implying that these things are in your personal life and they uh. take over so you could see like pieces of her like stuff like that was only in the game you didn't need to see that in the film mm. you know what i mean i love that isolation of it actually yeah. Yeah. But, so you can put it together if you're invested yeah. just watching these they're always a visceral experience they're yeah. always an intense time the cry of man was like kind of sensory overload at oh. multiple points because people would receive visions of the terrors that were coming to get them and it ends with like all of them like uh, at a funeral and strobe lights and oh. something that is destroying their home because that was the fall of man was uh, mm. they knew it was coming they just didn't know what it was That's so so daunting. I do want to ask, what was your favorite thing that you watched from them? Because you had a little sampler. (laughs) Definitely really loved unedited footage of a bear. Mm -hmm. This house has people in it. May I come in? Mm -hmm. But uh, me personally, I just, I loved Sculptor's Clay House. Yeah. Sculptor's Clayground is like... Clayground. It's very Bob Ross. It's very... Yeah, it's, <laughs> it's soothing. I think that was... It was it wasn't the first thing I saw of Alan because yeah. I watched the, like, Make a Better You beforehand. Yeah. And that one is also... It's got a special place in my heart. Mm. It was a video I taught myself how to quote because it made me, like, so viscerally discomforted, but also I loved it. The joke of it was, like, it was an infomercial for a memorial of your loved ones, but it was this CGI head that was not like them at all. And also they would, like, have to interact for their entirety of their last days, which is a terrifying concept. Yeah. But deeply funny when you see, like, this elderly woman trying to talk with, like, an iPad of herself. (laughs) 
all right, I'm leaving my family to you. Yep. <laughs> good luck. Good luck. Uh, I don't feel good about this. <laughs> this is also the thing of it's you but better was also the pitch directly. Uh, it's you but better and your family will love it. Better how? <laughs> it's got computer stuff in yeah. it. Yeah. It'll last forever. It'll never die. <laughs> Unlike you. <laughs> yeah, you suck because you died. This yes. doesn't. And there's this really obvious bend of like improvisation, life mm-hmm. comedy. Mm-hmm allowing themselves to like dabble in different things and not be like constrained yeah which i really really love i've never retained any of the live show recordings i watched Mm -hmm. i watched a lot of them when i was like 16 i was like i'm gonna see them i was very much a kid who was like i'm going to go see my favorite artist this incredibly niche artist that only plays at a bar in my area and it's a 21 plus event i can no longer go (laughs) oh no that happened to me like the entirety of my 13 to 18 year old so that's so special it's a testament to like it was hard to really piece together everything that had to do with ab video solution and and wham city actually being a fan of theirs takes effort you know And, and that's just a testament to something that artists don't really do anymore it's all about reaching as many people as possible and Mm -hmm. just like blasting the world with their content but there's something really intimate and special about creating back and forth with your audience a special secret channel of like communication that's the thing it it felt like they always wanted to make their bigger projects their tv projects into something that was still interactive and just something that still had audience participations like their live sets like they said multiple times best way to see us would be to see us live Mm. um they would make like these insane sets a lot of gel lighting you know what i mean nice solid red i love it it would be like them going on these insane rants and monologues and doing characters and going back and forth and like a fake house set it was always something that was like insanely hard to like be into unless you were already in it yeah and also calling for audience participation like having them throw things at them or interact with the character pulling them up on stage to do a sort of pitch like even may i come into your house is sort of like that pitch work yeah it's so special and and so cool and it's a testament to like how much you can really tell that they love their audience and they love the people who take part in what they do Mm mm-hmm Well, not giving of themselves, I think, is a thing, too. I feel like we've kind of gone away from an artist as a character and to an artist as a person. Mm. Everybody on the Wham City team is first a character and then themselves. Which is lovely. Oh, my God. Yeah. (laughs) It's incredible to know, like, that's Ben from Wham City. That's That's Alan. (laughs) (laughs) That's Cricket as well. Cricket is a great performer. I really love her. Gotcha. She's in a lot of their more, like online stuff she's also in the comedy central series they have a little web series about a cult just sort of the day-to-day of a cult ben was obviously the leader (laughs) i love it i love it he did not like corners (laughs) (laughs) that's such a good idea (laughs) it's like this simple nice clean aesthetic which they were really interested in doing they had to wait until they did the infomercial stuff and they got like the grainy footage out of their system yeah there was a direct mention of grainy home footage it's one of the most fun things to play with oh yeah the color saturation in this house is people and it like sticks with you the way everything's still very unrefined the like ways the cameras it's cold in some rooms it's warm Mm -hmm. in some rooms and it's just ah there's all this stuff that makes it one disorienting but also like really engaging and really memorable absolutely my favorite product is still this house has people in it because of how sprawling it is 
But when you look at the footage they made for the website, which is still accessible, mm-hmm. a lot of people did voice recordings of the notes and people took pictures and mm. analyzed the Lynx magazines. When you just watch the footage they made, so much of it is really calm and introspective and yet so deeply comedic because it is this really insecure guy, this conflicted family. One one of the videos is just the grandmother looking at the handyman, like just looking <laughs> at photos on an iPad of the handyman. Oh my god. Including zooming in on his butt. Oh my god. <laughs> that is just Lord. one of the videos. <laughs> I just need to explain this one because I think if you watch any of them, it should be this one. I I don't know how to like tell you to find these. You just have to watch like a compilation of them in order. But there's one where because the handyman is in the house. He is part of this family unit somehow. It's, It's the mom and dad sleeping in bed. He comes into frame. He just stands over their bed like a little kid. And then he whispers in the mom's ear. Hey. I got that thing done for you. I think you should consider getting rid of your windows. It, it costs a lot up front, but it's it's great for the summer because you don't have to pay for heating. <laughs> it makes absolutely no sense. And then he walks to the other side of the bed and does the same thing to the dad where he whispers in his ear. I fixed up I fixed the thing in the basement for you, man. It's really good to see you. Like he's he's like selling him on like when to call him in for the next time. Oh my um God. I don't I can't give you my number, so I'm gonna I'm gonna give you my phone and I'm gonna take your phone. <laughs> and then you, you, you call my phone. I, I mean you call me and then and then we'll be all set okay bye and that's how he chooses to leave the house it is by far i think the funniest thing made for it that's hilarious. <laughs> but it's also deeply terrifying because yeah, it's no, this full-grown man this, this bald full-grown man in the, dark, the, dark, man like, in the dark like whispering to both yeah. sides of this honestly his logic tracks his you logic know? tracks i yeah, i kick cause... it over the i'll give you my phone so you can call your phone yeah. <laughs> I wish that I could say it was easy to get to that stuff. It is technically. You just need to go into YouTube. You can even look at the old website. People recorded like, I found a clue on Reddit because that's what happens with ARGs. Mm -hmm. The sad thing was it was linked directly to Adult Swim. Mm -hmm. And there's no reason to keep up the domain. I'm going to be real. There isn't. It's one of those things where like if it was on Wham City, it would probably still be there. In their portfolios, I know they have like the assets saved, but you can't really save it unless you have full control of it. And it's Adult Swim. Swims short as Adult Swim's property. But you can still find it on YouTube. You can still find the other stuff. And their original productions aren't hard to find. Call of Man isn't mm-hmm. too hard to find. Mm-hmm. You just have to like use YouTube or use Reddit instead for a the little best bit. Tools for searching the internet for really, vague truly. things. <laughs> I think this is easily recommendable. I absolutely <laughs> agree. It's it there's so much for mm-hmm. anyone yeah. who wants to discover something new. I also think it's just solid comedy. Like, it's yeah. hard to say yeah. that with This House is People and in specific, but it is really solid comedy. It is. An edited footage of a bear is one of the funniest shorts I've ever seen oh my still God, yeah. to this day. And also, like, any of the pure comedy stuff they do mm-hmm. that's just, like, kind of discomfort. It's not even cringe. It's just discomforting yeah. or disquieting comedy. I love a good surprise, and they never fail at yeah. that. <laughs> what do you feel about a group like this? I have nothing but respect and admiration for all of them it takes a lot to create things and they do it on so many levels with so many weird aspects of each project and then they just like create around those aspects and then they create around another aspect of that weird aspect (laughs) and it just continues in this beautiful cycle of chaos Mm -hmm. and it really is a miracle they pulled it off and I'm thankful for that because 
it's fire, you know? It's fire. <laughs> it, it's just fire. Yeah. <laughs> the horror really, really does hit and, mm. and leaves you kind of like concerned and off put. But then all the comedy is just, ah, it's the best kind of comedy. Absurd comedy towers over all other kinds. Mm-hmm. You know, the world is absurd. Yeah. We should be more absurd with making it laugh. Yeah. And, and they killed that. Yeah. I really I really do hope more 4 a.m. horror comedy like this yeah. comes back. Oh I, I think it's been very comedy oriented and less horror. Mm-hmm. Not too long ago, I went through infomercials and I picked one at random and mm-hmm. it was just like a CGI skeleton <laughs> with a blunt in his mouth, like, going through daily life. And no, that's a little you know spooky. What? No, it was, it was a pretty funny bit, but I was like, man, there. I remember when this would have actually terrified me to watch at 4 a.m. I kind of missed that. Yeah. I just want more fun stuff on our public airwaves. That's yeah. what I want. And yeah. if it's not there, put it on Twitch. I am yeah. really hoping that Twitch is like the new renaissance of this. Mm-hmm. There are things like that. There are dollhouse. Mm-hmm. I think it's called Rabbit Hole. I might be wrong. Like maybe the season was called the Rabbit Hole. Mm-hmm. But that was like a sci-fi battle royale-esque like horror game where people could be involved in the game to keep people going, which is really cool. Yeah. There's a lot of really fun options available now. So I'm hoping stuff like this. I think it is resurging it's just small i hope yeah. it gets grander again because this was like really high production really gorgeous stuff yeah oh yeah so i'm just hoping for that again That'd yeah be a good time any last thoughts <laughs> thank you for having me this has Aww. been amazing and super fun and Yay. i've really enjoyed talking about fun you know <laughs> AB video solutions. Yeah, I, I will say this does feel like the episode to have like the most annoying technical errors beforehand. <laughs> <laughs> the one about funny guys and <laughs> horrific video footage. <laughs> All right, Are yeah. we in a Wham City sketch right now? Oh, is that? Do you see? Do you hear a camera whirring? Oh, oh, maybe. All right, we'll ah. see if. Anyways, Peace. I gotta clean up this mausoleum. Have a good night. You've been listening to The Cold Crypt on WNYU 89.1 FM.